Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another exciting episode of Dazed and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host. Today, we are pleased to have with us Chuck from F.A. Nino's Smoking Hot Pot Sauce. Chuck, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Um, so... Uh, just as an intro, I'm going to tell the people at home how I met you. Please. We have a mutual friend, Randy, who uh, you do some of his product. The um, That is the uh, Kushler React Fast Acting. And um, I tried your sauce before I knew you. And I tried your non-infused sauce before I knew you. And I'm like, I told Randy, I got to meet this guy. And lo and behold, we, we met. And uh, you are now with my distribution company, Sense Distribution, which I could not be happier about. And you're a, like a kindred soul. You work hard every fucking day. You're out there killing it. Um, let's, just, let's just start out this episode with how we do every episode. What's your historical relationship to cannabis? How do you come to cannabis in the, in the first place? Well, <clears throat> Thank you for I appreciate you saying that. I agree. We are kindred souls and I'm very happy to be with you, man. And uh, double thumbs thank up you so much. So I started smoking cannabis when I was 13 years old. Okay. All right. It common was, answer, by the way, common answer. It was, I was just a kid, you know, I was at summer camp, a friend of mine in my cabin had some pot Ooh. and I wanted to try it. So I did. Um, after that, it was really just consuming it for about a year or two to, just get stoned as kids do. Yeah. It wasn't until later on I really started recognizing its uh, medicinal properties that really helped me as a kid because I was incredibly hyperactive. Okay, I still am, um, and that's kind of just a quick story there, man. You know, it, that's I, how you came to it. I came to it. It was just a circumstance. You know, it was always around, but my parents were not cannabis friendly. My dad was a religion teacher, so they kept that away from me. But everybody else around, friends, family, you know, it was something that it. I knew about, you know, my family is drinkers. And so welcome to the club. Yeah, yeah. I don't drink anymore. But uh, I really found that cannabis helped me with that. And I'm really encouraging my family to make the change as well. Because we just can't, we can't handle our booze, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where, you know, in the alcohol world, your family comes up and it becomes a tradition, right? It becomes this thing where you do it. And it's just like, you go to Christmas dinners and Uncle Uncle Harry throws something <laughs> at Aunt Maude because, you know, it just didn't go the way they thought it would. The picture postcard Christmas didn't happen. And it's, somebody's mm -hmm. got to be to blame. And alcohol just flames that, right? Oh, yeah. Just makes it so much worse. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that way. Um, and with cannabis, um, it's like you don't have to worry about someone like losing their shit on cannabis. Yeah. I mean, it, it very rarely happens. And it's usually because someone's done something else or drank, you know? Yeah. And, and that's the beauty of cannabis and yes. how it can really level out even the most mean spirited person, mm -hmm. you know, and then really bring them to a place of 
of joy kind of thing. You Absolutely. Know? And you, um, you've told me before you, did you have an alcohol problem or did Big you, time. you view? Okay. It's still a problem. That's why I don't, <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. I just can't drink it. <laughs> yeah. It's like a bad girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. uh, you know, it was, uh, it runs in my, in my blood, you know, or yeah. Mexican Irish. Um, and my family itself has some pretty addictive personalities and, uh, you know, it's there. We're come from great people. You know, it just, you know, it, it's just not good. I'm at a point in my life where I just, it's very destructive for me. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm done. I had my time. Cannabis has been something that has helped me move through that, you know? Um, I mean, honestly, they, they say don't replace something with something. It's like replace it with something less evil for sure, you know? Well, mm. you, you do hear those stories and you see it too of people who are, um, they replace alcohol with religion and they go off the oh, deep, yeah. deep freaking end. Deep end, man. Or, or, they become workout Nazis and then yeah. they start proselytizing it to you about what do you mean you're not doing 200 sit-ups a day you wimp you know exactly it's like come on man well they never really took the time to reflect on what the problem was to begin with right and cannabis helped me with that because it kind of helps you reflect from within in a sense you know when, yeah. when you're sitting there couch locked and you're by yourself you're like all you think about is all the internal stuff man. inner dialogue you kind of are stuck there and you have to deal with it so it's helped me in that sense yeah it's helped me be forced myself to deal with my problems and it's been amazing you know and so i'm not going to go off on some alcohol rant here or trying to like preach to people i was just saying that as a kid i was confused and it went from me smoking pot at 13 by the time i was 15 i was doing acid meth cocaine and by the time I was 17, 18, it was a huge problem. I mean, I almost joined the Marine Corps to get away from drugs. Yeah. And I was told to not do that. And I continued to struggle until my mid-20s. Well, I finally stopped consuming, you know, hard drugs. I'm right. 15 years sober, a little bit over 15 years sober off drugs. I'm going on two for alcohol right now. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Buddy. So cannabis has helped me through this transition as a kid, confused, angry, you know, uh, to really like, it's helped me kind of round myself off as an adult and kind of like completed this full circle of like, man, I should have just started with this. I should have stayed with it. Right. Where would I be at? You know, but I'm in a good place right now. And you know, it's my family, my girlfriend, my close friends, people like you that support me and cannabis has helped me really like pull my shit together, man. Yeah, you know? it, it is a community. I mean, yeah. I, I, I find uh, there are people who want to be in this business, but they have they don't smoke weed they don't ingest cannabis and i'm like you know i appreciate where you're coming from right. as a business person right but this is a community and there's certain things that are you have to kind of understand and if you're like anti-drug or you're anti-weed or you're anti-anything and but you want to be in the weed business it's not probably going to work out the best way because right. there, there's certain understandings you need yeah. to know. And it, and it certainly the, you know, there is the stoner mentality. There's the heavy hitter mentality. There is the, um, the business side of it mentality, but all of these people have something in common and they all use cannabis, whether it's to get, get that inner focus on their inner, their inner voice. Yeah. Um, whether it's to sort out problems. I, I love that example when you're in on the couch into couch after smoking yeah. into couch stuck in it yeah and you're just like <laughs> sitting there going man i i played Fortnite a lot i don't need to be doing this i should be getting off and mowing that lawn and yeah get out the sativa and then paint yeah. the house right it's surprisingly motivating it is surprising a lot of people motivated. sit there like i smoke we don't do anything you're like i smoke weed and i can't stop doing stuff yeah 
You know, it really helps me if I don't consume it. I'm so hyperactive. It's like, I can't complete a task. I just start bouncing around task to task and I get lost in this like chaos. Cannabis kind of softens that a little bit. Yeah. And I can focus a little bit better and I can complete things. Now, and a, and a first for the show, uh, while, while we've never really spoke, smoked to do because I've always done this remotely, I'm going to have Chuck spark this thing up and we are going to be sparking a rambler from Sonoma, Soma Rosa, Soma Rosa Farms. Farms. Tree, These guys are rad. Tree climbers. So shout out to Soma yeah. Rosa Farms. And um, God bless you, Chuck, for bringing this to the show. Because now I don't have to do this remotely. So mm -mm. bear with me a second. Gladly. They got great, they got great pre-rolls. Oh. They got great flour and they're great people. Great flavor. We're, co we're connected to uh, to the same kind of family. So that's, yeah. That's really good. It's really good. Great cure, great mm -hmm. cure. Uh, shout out to the, you guys, Soma Rosa. Yeah, that's, well done, Soma Rosa. That's fantastic. Mm. Beautiful. And we're both vaccinated. So if anyone's wondering. <laughs> the conversation stopped. Are they, are they, <laughs> what are they doing there? We're uh, motivating ourselves. Yeah. Well, while, while Chuck's <laughs> taking a break here, let's talk about F. A. Nino smoking hot green pot sauce, which is amazingly good and versatile. <laughs> what I can say is um, a buddy of mine had uh, used some of this and called me in the middle of the night saying, Dude, I had 15 tacos tonight, <laughs> and I used it on everyone. I am high as shit. And so that gives you an indication of how good this sauce is. Now, <laughs> I like it because it tastes a lot like my childhood, and it tastes a lot like the green sauce you used to get at Taco Bell <laughs> in a weird way. It's it's kind of like that groove. Yeah. Um, and it's not super scorching hot. It's just delicious to use. And um, I should say to the people at home, winner of WeedCon 2021 best product, best edible product yes. is F.A. Nino's smoking Hot Pot Sauce. So congrats, Thank Chuck. Thank you, man. That was, I'm still in shock about that, man. And, you know, I got to thank you guys too. For I, First of all, I got to thank my girlfriend because she paid for me to go to this damn thing because 2020 like just ruined me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it didn't, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I got to thank you guys because you, your team, Vivian specifically, really pushed me to enter this there's not even a category for it man no and so we're like well what are we gonna enter it as best product is like i'm never gonna win that shit man and there you go yeah, so man. i mean well, i remember day people two have spoken when they announced it i mean there was unanimous cheers in that crowd and it was a professional crowd most of the people in the business but um everyone loved it i was blown away by that man i didn't even I was so stoked, just focused on samples, this sample, that talking, saying my shtick to everybody. I didn't realize how many people from there, yeah, um, you know, really how it impacted the the crowd until they announced the winner. And I'm just like, man, there's a lot of people yelling right now. I don't even know any of these people. No, they were and it was like, wow, that's all for the product, man. Like, that's great. Cause I want anonymity, man. I don't want people to really know necessarily what I look like or who I am. I don't really care about that, you know, but it's great to just have the product recognized, man. You know, it's for yeah. me to be like through that, just kind of, I don't know. It was, it was, it was, it was fun. Yeah. Now uh, the initials FA Ninos do not stand for fantastic agriculture Ninos. They stand for <laughs> fat ass Ninos. Tell the people at home what that where it comes from. So uh, my godfather and my dad were best friends. Um, Nino is an endearing, loving term to say for Godfather. Okay, they use it in the Mediterranean, Italy, Spain. They use it in Mexico as well. Yeah. My grandmother is Mexican, so I grew up always calling my Godfather Nino. Yeah. Um, 
uh, not to be confused for Nino, which has the Enye. Okay, a, so that means boy. a little boy. Yeah. But this is actually Nino, as in Godfather. So the uh, my dad's best friend was my Nino. I called him Nino my whole life, and my dad and him call each other Fa as a nickname, which is an acronym for fat ass. So my whole life, I hear him. You know, my dad's a teacher. My dad's a religion teacher. My my Nino is a mon was a monsignor for an archdiocese in Southern California. Oh my god! And had the opportunity to be the archbishop up here, but he turned it down because he didn't want to leave his people. Yeah, he died a few years later, but awesome, awesome guy. Um, so you know, the professional educators, religious guys, they didn't walk around saying fat ass. They said Fa. And I thought that was hilarious around eight years old. When I found out what that meant. I had no idea my whole life. And I was like, oh, it means fat ass. And they were some pretty fat ass dudes. So it was just funny, you know. And not so small guys. They were not small men, you know. They, they were definitely fat asses. But the whole thing with fat ass is supposed to be like a joke and endearing. It's not supposed to be like cruel or, or anything like that. You know, it's supposed to like just poke light at that kind of thing. So some people get offended. But I'm like, you know what? That, that man. That's what the world needs yeah. now is to like go back to you know is yeah. do you remember you're um from mexican american mm -hmm. family so do you remember when when like you'd have an old tia or something she'd call you flaco yeah. but but you were the fat one yeah hey flaco gordito <laughs> yeah, gringo yeah. how about that one <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've heard of all. So, um, Pendejo. Yeah. <laughs> my grandma still calls me that. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> so, Chuck, tell us, um, what's the arc for for FA Ninos on the THC side? Now, you can buy FA Ninos at Vons, Rayleigh's, Safeway, Albertsons, right? You're not so. Safeway is supposed to bring it back in the summer. What we did in 2020 was had a product change. Mm -hmm. So, we didn't change the actual product. We did a logo. We went full certified organic. We did this huge thing. We did this rollout with this launch and 2020 kind of messed that up. Yeah. So we're working on getting that back. It'll happen um, as everything is happening right now, slowly and surely. Um, but a lot of the other big independent stores have taken it all and you can find it in hundreds of grocery stores right now. You know, Nugget Market's bringing it back in. Um, <clears throat> uh, what's it called? Uh, Oliver's Market in Sonoma County. Fantastic place they they bring everything we have they have our cbd sauces our entire lineup oh wow of rubs barbecue sauces pepper sauce we have a whole bunch of things united market right here in san anselmo has it too right on yeah so we're getting back out there man you know um the rubs you're gonna start up the rubs again though oh yeah yeah we didn't stop anything it was just a uh we we're doing a product upgrade okay and 2020 just shut that down glass packaging uh the store rollouts were just kind of paused stopped yeah, more people are concerned about toilet paper and You needed and water. FA, well, F.A. Nino's toilet paper so, would have killed. Yeah, yeah. Put some pepper on there. <laughs> That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> Fire in the hole. <laughs> it burns before and after. Anyways, so, you know, the, it was kind of one of those, again, a serendipitous thing where it was good to kind of pause for a second, reassess, and uh, just kind of move forward, you know, with better thought. You know, and so I'm just taking it as a blessing. In More disguise. purposeful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can't I can't sit there and focus on the sh on the shit. You know, it's like it's just that's all there is as a small business owner starting from nothing. I had no money. My, my family doesn't have money, man. I started this business with unemployment money. Wow. Yeah. I started third almost 14 years ago. I was a sous chef at a restaurant. They were shutting down. I didn't know until I walked in that day. The owner is a great guy just struggling. I couldn't find any jobs. It was the 2008, 2009 recessions. Right. And so I spent about six months looking for work, couldn't find it, filed for unemployment. And I started prototyping out products with that money. Moved back in with my family. That's 
sucked then and now i'm like really happy I what, did a, that. what a blessing yeah you know so that was just kind of like all right party needs to slow down let's let's figure out what the hell we're gonna do with ourselves because my life is not sustainable right now right so uh you know got back with this girl that i was with for in high school on and off and we've been together ever since now 15 years she's Congrats. really helped me keep my head together um and her and my family and what's her name chuck kim Kim, Kim. Kimberly Christina Lop. She's gorgeous. And uh, she's been, yeah, she's been my special. She's, I love her. I fell in love with her first day I saw her, man. Whoa. We were 16 years old. I was like, math class. Oh, yeah. I math want class. Some of that. It, my best friend, he's like my brother, Ryan, big Ryan. He's one of the partners in the company, was friends with her. Her mom used to be a teacher at one of the elementary schools that Ryan went to. And so he's known her their whole lives. And his mom was one of her teachers. That's nice. So they were friends. Nice. So Ryan lived with us in high school. My, my dad, my family always had my friends living there. So like, you know, they're like, we don't want you to party, but we're not going to fucking do it. So do it here and stay out of the public. Sure. As she came over one day, I come walking out, you know, to we were going to start drinking. It's like, you know, about school time, lunch clock, lunch o'clock. Yeah. And there she was. Wow. Bum, was bum, it. bum. Hi, yeah. Kim. Giggity. Hi, Kim. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> tell the people at home what your current flavor profiles in the non-cannabis side, and then tell them what, what, run down this sauce for okay me. so for non-cannabis we have we have a bunch of different stuff we'll start with the pepper sauces um, we have five pepper sauces okay we have three barbecues and three rubs across the line we focus on flavor over heat we use peppers and almost everything to great depth okay my grandmother again from mexico used peppers and everything but it wasn't to burn your face off it wasn't yeah. bravado it was flavor it was just how she grew up if you wanted something hot you charred your chili on the comal or the, the fire and oh, you lovely. would bite it lovely as you ate your food that's the household i grew up with Beautiful. so you know peppers is an idea to give depth and layers of food in, in your food and uh, that's really what this product represents it's it represents you know just rich deep flavorful it's very high end very high quality you could put it on a hot dog or you can put it on your foie gras you could put it in a Bloody Mary on your filet mignon or just a taco, you know. Do you have you have serving recommendations on your other ones, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, do you have that on the, the pot sauce, though? We no? do. Oh, you do? I believe so. I, I, maybe I should know. Let me look at my product. Oh, yeah, right here. Uh, beef, chicken, pork, seafood, dips, eggs. There's so many more applications or just there's only so much space on a label. You Especially know? a cannabis label. Yeah. So the, the thing is, is that I like to call it a pepper sauce because in the industry, they say hot sauce. Well, hot sauce generally is a vinegar-based cayenne product, right? right. Like a Tabasco, Cholula, and, and good on them. My household, what I've been exposed to through the Mexican culture, Central America, visiting my family, is more of like consists of like a pesto almost, you know, it, like a chimichurri, you know, mm -hmm. it's pureed, it separates, you mix it up, it's thicker, there's, there's mouthfeel, there's there's real food in it, you know, it's like real peppers farmed. Yeah. So that's authentic, our authentic. That is how we do it. So yeah. you got to shake it up. There's a viscosity difference. There's, I, don't, I hate to say the word grit because it makes it sound not appealing, but it's got like bite. It's got mouthfeel to it. You oh, can I agree. feel the pieces. I agree. There's food in our food. Your you know different I mean? ones, like your barbecue, what is it, beer barbecue sauce? Yes, the barbecue, yes. That one's quite a bit different than, what was the other one, the ch chipotle? I we got a chocolate chipotle yeah. sauce, and we have a bourbon, it's like a molasses bourbon uh, reduction with tarragon and sage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very different. When you eat our barbecue sauces, do not think of Sweet Baby Ray's or another barbecue sauce, because you'll like, like throw your mind off a little bit. Just think of 
a flavor sauce that you can glaze things with, baste, dip, top, yeah. marinade. You know, it's and it's all purpose. It's not for one thing. It's for everything, right? So, um, getting to the end of our, believe it or not, Chuck, this is coming up to the end. So, I wanted to hear a stony story from you. This could be a story from about you, about someone you know. Someone you kind of know, someone you saw on the street. Let's hear a stony story from Chuck from F.A. Nino. Fuck. There's so many, man. Oh, I know. They all kind of haze together. <laughs> a stony story. Well, while you do that, think about it. I'm going to shout out F.A. Nino's hot sauce. Smoking green pot sauce. You can find it at a dispensary near you. Just go to F.A. Nino's. What is it your uh, website there for this sauce? Uh, it's the same website. I mean, if you want to learn any information, just uh, www.fanino's.com. Perfect. There you, you know, go. We, we have to be a little cautious because we're in grocery and cannabis and they're they're trying to come down on us. And it's like, look, man, don't do that. You yeah, know, yeah. We, we are separate. Got it. But we have information on our website. Direction. Basic information. Okay. There so you recipes go. and things like that. You know? And you can follow you on Instagram. Yes. What is your handle? Uh, Instagram is uh, smoking green underscore pot sauce. Okay. Or F.A. Nino's Godfather of Sauce. So we have two Instagrams. Right on. Okay. Well, be sure to give them a follow. Now, did you think of a stony story, Chuck? Uh, I was a kid. Um, I was at summer camp. And, uh, you know, I grew up at the summer camp. My dad did run it. It was great. Um, and a friend of mine in the cabin had some, uh, some, some pot. We're going for a hike in the forest. And I was always, you know, wanting to get into it and try it. And I just remember specifically, it was a it was a Cyclops ceramic pipe. You can't even find the ceramic pipes no more. The the eye would have been the bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. And he had some shitty, you know, shaky flower weed, and we smoked it. And I got pretty stoned, man. You know, everybody remember that that thing? You don't you don't get tired the first time you smoke pot. You know, I remember hearing yeah. that all the time. That's yeah. bullshit. <laughs> I got pretty high, man. And I'm just walking around the forest for hours, you know, like getting lost out there as a, it was, it was pretty fun, man. It was very eye opening, man. It was, uh, it was the first time I actually felt really like centered in nature, you know? Yeah. Sweet. It was really cool, man. After that, it was just like, I just want to smoke a joint outside under the trees all the time. Good stony story. Know? So good story. And that was the, like the most like, you know, f fan friendly, I could suppose. I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you can find Chuck, and F.A. Nino's hot sauce and smoking green pot sauce at a dispensary near you. This show, as always, has been brought to you by Sense Distribution and Shuggies, S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S. Find us at Shuggies.com for all your sweetener needs. Now, agave, sugar, and stevia. Thanks for being here on Days and Infused, Chuck. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.